0: everybody to the first ever UGB podcast episode one uh, of what we hope to be many. Um, we're going to kind of play it loose and off the cuff for the most part. We will have some talking points that we want to hit on, um, <clears throat> but we're very well or very open to uh, feedback, good and bad, what you like, what you don't like, any suggestions or ideas you've got. Uh, I am here with my partner, my buddy, Sawyer and my buddy, John Sawyer's with FMG precision coatings, uh, John, he's just fucking hangs out all day. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna start off. Um, I got a question for Sawyer. So last time when we were messing around with the practice trial run, we were talking a little bit about Cerakote and, uh, I'm sure you get it from time to time. You, those guys that come to you and just say, Oh, just do something and surprise me. Do you get those?
1: I do, uh, you know, and we, we talked about kind of that funnier one with the furry dude and his gun, but uh, I, I thought about that uh, a little bit more, and uh, there was one guy, he's actually a pretty interesting dude, um, he was the president of the Safari Club down in Los Angeles, and he was he's a fucking rough and tumble old-timer, and uh, he came in, and he had just a super oddball gun, it was like a Spikes Tactical AR lower with a bolt action ar upper i know it was wild and he goes he goes dude i'm building this gun to piss people off he's like i want i just i don't care he basically he had he had more money than he knew what to do with was it mineral dick no fuck no no (laughs) this guy was way (laughs) he was way more put together than fucking mineral uh no this, this guy uh this guy was just he he was an old timey dude he had a long ass beard he rolled up in a fucking escalade um he was like he's big into african safaris and you know hunting that's why he's safari club guy but uh it's we ended up doing that uh hand-painted skull with the purple and and orange cryptech fade all over the gun
0: Uh, i remember that yeah
1: yeah it's hard though man it's tough because when people when people come to me and i'm i'm pretty sure it's the same with you. Uh, And they say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, do whatever you want. And my first question is, well, what's your budget? And uh, a lot of guys, they come to you and they got a uh, do anything you want attitude and a dollar store budget. And it's like, well, I can do graphite black for you, pal. (laughs) No payment plans. So uh, it's it's a rare opportunity because it's like, you know, I had like 20 some hours of fucking hand painting on that lower and uh, it turned out bitching. It's it's a benchmark piece in, in my collection for for things I've done. But you know we've had we've had some
0: odd requests for some weird shit. Um, well, I mean, do, but do you like it when somebody says that, or are you like fuck?
1: Um, it just depends on the person, man. I'm I, I I feel like I vibe off the the customer. Like if you're if you're a customer, right? And we were talking about this. You know, you come in, you have a good attitude, you're hyped about the project. Um, you know, you're, you're going to be respectful to my time, man. I'm going to, I'm more apt to give you more for your money just because the experience was enriching to me. And I get to do something that I'm interested in, but doesn't when people, suck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you come in and you fucking, we, and I just had another experience with another guy uh that it was the exact opposite. And he came in, he's like, Hey, I want this super oddball paint job. But he's like, trying to nickel and dime me he's trying to tell war stories and i'm like first the fuck off dude i don't know you from adam i don't want to talk to you about this i don't care um i'm no fucking war hero so why are we going to do this and uh secondly do you want your gun painted or not you're hemming and He was hemming and hawing over 25 bucks but he kept wanting you know oh well those magazine extensions are free right oh these fucking pins and stuff them are free right and it's
0: like, get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I just, I eventually, if, you, if you hadn't asked about it, yeah, they would have been for free now. <laughs> 20 bucks a pin. Well, yeah. And it, it gets like
1: that sometimes. And it, it does get discouraging. Uh, I'll tell you that because most, not 99.9% of my customers uh, are very cool people. We, we, we've been lucky with that. Uh, 1% of the time we get somebody like, my, my least favorite thing that you can do as a customer is send me an email with this long list of a build spec on a rifle. And I go, Oh, okay. What do you want me to do? And they go paint my lower black. And I'm like, why did you send me a fucking dissertation for me to do your lower in black? Like, are you, are you trying to show me that you like, you have good taste in parts kits or that you built this fucking item that you're very proud of. I don't, and I don't get it. And I, and I'm not, I'm not a, I call them gun store geeks. I don't give a fuck about parts. I don't care. Uh, can you run the gun? Can you not? That's super cool. uh, Somebody gives you
0: free reign on, on a design. And I mean, you, are you excited about that or are you, are you fucking fucking it, or, or how do you handle that?
1: I take it as a compliment, uh, that they trust me with their shit and, we work in an industry where this is not like paying your light bill. It's not uh, putting new car t- tires on your car. This is a purely luxury spend. They don't have to spend this money. This ain't food. This ain't tuition. It's their choice. It's you know. So when they come, they ch- number one, there's a hundred of people that are out there that do this, and pro- probably more than a hundred. And and they can get it for cheaper elsewhere, guaranteed. I'm I'm very we're not cheap. So when they come to me and they go, you know what, dude, just just do whatever you want. I, I take that as a – I guess I take it as a compliment because I'm like, man, you could have gone anywhere. You could have chose anyone. You could have picked – we got, like, the bargain bin camos that, you know, cover everything. So it, it, it feels good. Uh, I take it as a compliment, but, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't happen, you know, as often as maybe I'd, I'd like for my ego to feel more. You know what I mean?
0: Because – I used to People fucking despise more. it. I mean, I, I just, I, I couldn't stand it when somebody would just, and you know, I, I got a new client and he's in New Jersey or California or whatever. And he sends me this gun he's like, Oh, just surprised me. And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know you. I don't know what you're into. Uh, I, I don't like this situation at all. And, uh, I would always end up kind of doing like a fallback, you know, something safe, like a, an American flag theme or, you know, and it, it, would, it would turn out cool and and everybody was always happy with it. And that was another thing. I was always like, are they going to fucking like it? or Are they just going to, you know, say they like it and never be back or or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, John's, the, the beans gun was the first one where I was ever like, and, and, of course, I kind of got that vibe from John, too. You know, we got along. Uh, he seemed like he was pretty cool. And But it was the first gun. I was just like, yeah, I'm fucking doing whatever I want. You told me to do whatever I want. Here it comes, motherfucker. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think every build or every job can be that way where, you know, so off the wall. But then again, I'm like, hey, you told me. you know, yeah. You said whatever. It looks
1: good though. I actually like the beans gang, uh, rifle. Um, it's probably one of my favorites from your, uh, your repertoire. Uh, it, and I think it comes at a time too where everybody needs a good laugh. And in an the industry whole
2: industry needs to lighten up, man, people in yeah. this dude, people are way too serious about whether it is whose chest rig they're running or whether it is what, what parts i mean i get blasted no i get blasted by jeff for the guns i choose to shoot but at least he does at least he does it just because he can you know yeah but man people and then maybe it's not just the industry maybe it's all the life people need to lighten up and man, big fact don't there. be so
1: serious well that was my point because it's like sometimes you know uh, and dude, we're no fucking you know i'm no multi-million follower page but like I feel like if you're doing something creative, you're doing something in a, a realm in which there's there's an interest in it. I've been able to do this business for 10 years now. Thank fucking God. You know, even during this time, we both of us have been busy. John, I know you're busy in your industry. Uh, you got people that are doing like day-to-day needed services and they can't fucking get a job. And I just hired three new people. So it's like, I feel fucking blessed from the top down that I'm able to work in this industry. Do I hate some of the facets of it? Absolutely. You're going to have that with
0: anything though.
1: Absolutely. Do you can be a goddamn plastic surgeon and be like, Oh geez, I got to do another pair of tits again. This is fucking getting out of hand, you know, like you find, you find, you know, monotony and everything. So it's just it's but but john's got a point in it and it's something i know we've bullshitted about before and it's that that whole ego thing and uh you know ego is the mind killer and it's like oh fucking uh my build is better than your build gun shaming fucking oh you're running oh, the carrier with this and it's like man you don't know anything about this person's situation you don't know if they're, you know, that dude might have saved six months to get that plate carrier because that's well, all he's had.
2: But but let's be real about it. A condor plate carrier goes what? I don't I don't know. I know everybody blasts 100, 110 bucks. Well, let me ask yeah, you this. I have this. no
0: idea.
1: When's that? When are going when next? are you gonna? Yeah yeah. When's his next deployment to Afghanistan? And uh, you know, I mean, is he gonna have to be out in the shit for eight months and and rucking around and fucking fighting out of fucking waddies? No, he it's some dude going to the range to plink with his friends. He's wearing it for safety. Thank fucking God. Some of these kids have the foresight to be safe. Uh, You know, I think
0: John fucking nailed it. And, you know, he, he's mentioned that with the industry, but in, in life itself is that fucking ego. And I don't understand why people can't let go of it. You know, obviously I run that gunsmith page and I fucking blast people all the time, making fun of them. So it, it almost sounds hypocritical of me to, to be talking
2: on hold, this. Hold on. Hold on. You're, you, but, but, but when you make fun of people, you're not doing it in a, I'm better than you. You're doing it in a, you're a dumbass that just put four extra holes in an AR lower. What the fuck?
0: Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 I agree with that. And I like that because, um, there in lies the trouble with the ego of, you know sometimes people need to be made fun of because they're fucking stupid and they do stupid yeah. shit and they need to be able to take a step back and look at themselves and be like why why is this whole comment section blasting me what did i do here and 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 look at it and be like you know what that was that was kind of fucking stupid i mean I, i'm the first to admit when i do stupid shit and i don't always see it right away and if somebody points it out i'm like "Ah." Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that was me.
1: <laughs> but, you are, I mean, ego is your own worst enemy because as soon as you start to celebrate is when you make a mistake. And, uh, you know, I've, dude, I've put fucking pistol sights on a Glock backwards and went to go take photos of it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this shit is fucking if you,
0: if you, If you've done any amount of gun work <laughs> and say that you have never done anything like that, you're a fucking liar. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, I, I, so I no longer have the gun, but I was the guy who, I think it was a Springfield. Did they make a TRP? Was that their fancy yes. one at the time? Yeah. You know, so when, when it first came out, it was the operator, you know, I, this is man, maybe eight, 10 years ago, you know, well, so, so I like, I mean, I'll buy guns that I see are getting hot, buy them, hold them back, come off of them. Well, what's my dumb ass do? I don't need to figure out. I could take this apart. Well, that damn little takedown thing that swings down, mine had that <laughs> right in the side of it because I had no business taking the fucking thing apart without at least watching somebody else have done it. But you know? did you learn but, from uh, it? Oh, yeah, I learned from it. Took a $1,400 gun, and, well, it didn't sell for what I had hoped for.
1: You want to you hear a fucking horror story about gunsmith violations? Uh, my, my original business partner was uh, – he was one somebody from my from my unit uh he was senior leadership and uh when i got out he basically was like hey man um i want to help you do what you're going to do so uh i'm going to go in on it i want some retirements whatever stuff you know sit, sit, put put a little bit away for retirement with this business to help you get started so i'm like fuck yeah dude i need an extra hand you want to help me gunsmith so uh we're fucking gunsmithing and we're working on a sig scorpion right and if you're familiar with that pistol you know it's a i believe it's an aluminum frame some kind of special aluminum um it's an expensive gun it's about 1400 bucks or it was at the time well,
0: anything not expensive I don't, <laughs> I don't have one so
1: um they <laughs> they uh they You're install uh, basically <laughs> an amb uh right so you can there's a detent in the mag release that you got to push down on and it slips out of the frame Super simple design. If you know what the fuck you're doing, there's a spring behind it. Well, my partner at the time, uh, he didn't realize that it had this detent. And so he's going to push this thing in back in and he goes, I don't understand why it won't go back in. I don't understand why I won't go back in. He fucking hits it with a hammer. Well, that detent is steel, right? So it takes a perfect detent shaped hole right through that aluminum frame. Well, the shooter's right fucking handed. We can make it work left-handed, but we ended up buying that gun.
0: So oh, I yeah, you have right.
1: Yeah, and, and, and guess what? My partner's left-handed. So guess who got that fucking gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, dude, it happens, man. I fucking, I've smoked. Uh, this, and for, for the record, for all the people out there, fucking especially, I know Mineral Dick's going to talk shit. Uh, I don't do my own gunsmithing anymore. Um, I'm too busy with coding. I don't have time. Uh, I, I, uh, I sourced that out to a retired sheriff up the hill. He's about 84 years old. Uh, the guy is a fucking, um, a genius and, uh, you know, he charges for the service, but every time I send a gun to him and every time it comes back, I That's know right. for fact that thing is going to work and who gives a shit how cool your gun looks. If it doesn't work, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, it has to work that's just it's ridiculous so you get these shade tree gunsmiths and they're like yeah i did this badass coat, but the fucking trigger don't pull and well that's how cerakote is yeah hey guys stop blaming cerakote for your <laughs> shitty fucking craftsmanship get over it it please nobody believes you
0: I, and i want to touch on that in a second too uh <laughs> so but that, you know what fuck it let's go for it uh <laughs> So oh, Sawyer, God. I am I've got am I'm gonna give you props. You uh you and your team are probably, if not the best. You're you're the, the one of the very top Sarah Coders in the country. Uh and I say that not because you're my buddy, it's because I have fucking eyes and I can see the work done. You know what I mean? And you and I, going back to our conversations with Frank, you know, you can see the fucking lines and and just you can see yeah. shitty work from a mile away if you know what you're looking for. You
1: take <laughs> apart some builds, man. I'll tell you that. From, <laughs> from some boy, oh boy.
0: very, very reputable companies, too. Uh, yeah. But the, you know, these guys putting these guns together, that seracote's so fucking thick that the slide won't rack. Or <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you fucking dude. slide on the frame.
1: <laughs> I know dudes I know, dudes will tell me, though, like, hey, man, uh, I have shopped around for a coating company, but they won't touch a 1911. They say that it's just too tight a tolerance. And I'm like, I just, I, 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 I'm a, I'll admit it myself. I'm a horror I'm a horrendous shit talker. I fucking throw shade on people all the time for silly stuff like that. Cause it's like, don't lie. Don't just be honest. Be like, Hey man, this is outside my scope of ability. I don't have the number one, the quality control equipment in house to do it. I don't have the experience. And, and, and that's a better answer to somebody to just be like, Hey man, you know what? It's out of my skill set and just walk away from it rather than go well you know cerakote you know it really doesn't work that good on bullshit i've sprayed cerakote directly into the fucking threads of aerospace parts and then followed it up with a fucking metric 1.0 and it fucking goes in just fine if you do it right to be further that cerakote itself is an amazing product and i'm not fucking paid by those assholes they made me pay to go get certified but uh you so, know wait it, are, it works. are you
2: guys it works are, are you guys saying, and I'm certainly no coat genius. Are you saying that if I had you apply the appropriate amount of coat between an upper and a lower, you could get rid of some of that rattle action I got going on right now? I don't know. I don't know if that would be the
1: proper way to do that, but I sure know uh, JB Weld will fix that real quick. <laughs> can you coat over JB Weld? <laughs> Fuck you know it I can. I, Yes. Hell uh, yes. I'm sure to go over JB Weld a bunch of times. Uh, now the problem with that is. When you put JB weld in the sandblaster, uh it tends to get pitted.
0: Real so you quick. Got, <laughs> you got to be careful. Uh it, it ain't uh, as hard as what people want to make it out to be.
1: No, it's yeah. actually something that we use instead of JB weld. Uh we use lab. It's called lab metal. Um, and uh, lab metals, a, a much more uh, superior product to JB Weld in that sense is it's, it's actually like a, it's like a liquid metal that you put a, it's a, a, kind of like any other epoxy resin or any other two-part hardening kind of deal where you got to mix it together and put it in something. But man, that shit's fucking, it's absolutely amazing. Um, we had, we had a frame come into the shop. Uh, I put it in my story the other day. It's purple and gold camo, some fucking whatever. Uh, but the dude used JB Weld and then he sanded it all baby smooth, and he's like, I'm ready for Sarakote. And I'm like, Man, I'm gonna
0: fuck your shit
1: up if I sandblast it. <laughs> he's like,
0: What? I got
1: 10 hours of sanding, and I'm like, dude, you got 10 more, bro. This fucking
0: I, I love it when people try to prep their own their own fucking uh, shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a there's a there's a pinnacle moment where you burst that bubble and you just watch the fucking life drain out of their face, like, but I thought I was gonna save. Nope, just cost you
0: more. <laughs> yeah, and you wasted a bunch of fucking time too. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, for nothing. It's fine though, man. I get it, dude. It's, it's, it's. Oh, well, yeah, uh, totally. I I mean, I understand it. Yeah, i I used to fucking work on shit that I knew wasn't going to work just, just to have something to do, you know, and then you learn from it, you know, and it's like, well, fuck, I probably shouldn't have welded that like that because now I got to cut it apart. Fuck. What am so, I going to
0: do? <laughs> I want to, I want to switch gears, go back to something that, uh, I was gonna hit on before we went on that uh, tangent, but so the problem, one of the biggest problems in the gun industry is, uh, you know, shaming. Um, and again, I know we kind of talked about it already. Me having the the meme page and all that, um, but part of that deal, or the biggest part, maybe perhaps even, is like John said, that fucking ego. You know, I mean, you you've got dudes out there that have all the top notch shit that you would never even know had it you know that uh then you've got guys that have a fairly decent ar that are bashing anybody with a psa or a, a, an anderson and all that and you know we kind of talked before i i don't know how, how do you fix that i mean is, is it just the ego people won't release the ego there is no fixing it or i mean you're not going to quit the shit talking
2: it comes back to if that guy was sitting across the table, would you say it to him? Amen. If if he was within arm's reach.
0: Yeah. It's a big
2: think... it's it's a big deal, you know, that I see on the internet, you know. And I mean we've we've looked at it, you know, uh, look even at something, you know, I know something that you guys were both involved in, um, as far as you know, what went down this weekend with the crom kid and all that going down. Now a lot of people wanted to talk shit and get, you know, and, and just throw throw unnecessary shade onto him. Now the reality is is that none of those people would have likely said that to him if he was sitting there with them and if they would have, they're pieces of shit as human beings. right. But yeah. I think a big problem with the internet in general is that there is that lack of arms reach. Um, you know I, I think we see it it's not just the internet. Unfortunately, that same attitude carries over to the grocery store to the gas station, to everywhere. And, you know, I think you try to look at, you know, groups that become inclusive. I know, um, I mean, he's not everybody's favorite and I see people throw throw a lot of hate on uh, the T-Rex crew. The one thing I'll give them credit for is they are a pretty inclusive crew, man. If you ever scroll through their comment section, the shit talking gets checked back pretty quick. And I don't know what we... Do as a group of individuals to stop it. And I think a big part of it is people validating themselves through purchases that don't mean shit for nothing. Your cry pants don't mean nothing. Yeah. No, you are not cooler because you have $400 pants on today. You yeah. are not cooler because you put a $1,500 optic on a gun. That doesn't change who you are as a person. But too many people equate themselves with objects.
0: So again, ego.
1: Yeah,
2: you guys both know I'm
1: outspoken on this subject matter because uh, I see I've seen it before. I see it a lot of times with different people on pages that I watch. And uh, what frustrates me the most is it's it's not it's not even, you know, the ego is the psychology, you know, where the ego is part of the psychology of it. But it just shows me that that person is so fragile in their existence. They have no foundation to their personality that they can use an object to garner the respect or they're trying to use an object to garner respect for themselves. And it's like, you know, that old saying, the proof is in the pudding. Well, it's like Bill Cosby said, you look like jello fucking pudding. You know, it's like, you look like a sack of shit and you're acting like a dick about a pistol that you bought and you can't validate yourself with, uh, with a monetary fucking, you know, item, it's, you, you bought it, you paid for it. That's awesome. Uh, I can buy anything I want. I can go do whatever I want and it doesn't make me a better man for it. Uh, so how do we, te- it, how do we teach that me, to
2: the, go ahead, go ahead. Is it that it's just easier to talk shit than it is to look at somebody? I mean, I do it. I commented on a guy's page the other day. I said, man, I'd never wear that thing or I'd never shoot that thing. But if you like it, have fun with it. Well, do you, you know it's you
1: remember those cowboy patches you sent me the other day? Yeah. I, I fucking love my shit when I saw that. I I, was, I I saw that and I go, what in the West Alabama trailer park fucking is this? And it's like, you know what though? I refrained my I took I took a step back and I thought, you know what? What do I care?
2: What do I care what it, you put on your gear? Look it's one thing. I, uh, yeah, it's one thing for us to crack on it. It's another thing where you're just like, man, you know what? If that if that's how you're getting yours, get it. I mean, I guess if I don't care. Yeah, it don't, it, dude, it don't, it's funny. Taxes,
1: it don't put gro- groceries in my fridge. It don't put gas in my tank. So what does it matter to me? And that's and going back to what Jeff was saying about the the gun shaming and the ego and this and that, it's like, Okay, I get it. If you've got something hot that's super cool, that's awesome, man. Um, it's an item. It doesn't have a personality. You set it on a shelf, and after you die, after you're dead and in the ground, that item continues
2: on being the item that it was. It doesn't make you a better person. It's a so I got inanimate object. So what? That's another one where I think we see in this industry is the fad phases. You know, I mean, I, I think we. we like when you look back on things that have come through the industry that five years ago were the pinnacle, like if you didn't have it, man, you weren't nothing. And, and, and as that fad goes away now, now guys are actually looking back and you know, like, I mean, I can remember a time when, and now everybody, it's all boomer, this boomer, that whatever, but that by God, 45 ACP was so superior to a nine, to a nine mil. Why would you ever carry a nine mil? And now, you know, that, that I don't know who the right cool guy was to come out Uh with a double stack nine mil, but all of a sudden they're the coolest, you know? And, and I think you look at trends as they come through the industry. There's one right now that, uh, I know I throw at you guys on a regular deal. And (laughs) that's this whole deal with what I call the cock carry. Apparently your appendix is right by your penis. I didn't, wasn't aware of that, but they call it the appendix carry. I call it the cock carry. Um, I'd never do it myself and I don't understand the infatuation there. But in a couple of years from now are we going to go back to the, the 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 under the shoulder carry? I mean like at what point do we do I don't know. You do you. I've got
1: a I've got a zombie green blood splatter coat fucking Taurus in my uh
0: <laughs> waistband <laughs> right now so
1: I can uh I can't attest to that. Fucking got zombie killer on the side of it. That's a uh, back in uh, uh you know 2005 when that was hot but you're right man it's I, I think people uh there's like an evolution of training or the absence thereof of legitimate training where there's this great desire to be gi joe so people follow who they perceive to be the best tactical trainer out there and then they adopt that as like it was written in fucking genesis chapter one but uh but I don't get my it.
2: first question always is do you need tactical training i mean there's some people out there that you see do all these crazy. don't get me wrong, they are shooters. They are shooters. If when you look at shooting for the, the A box or the one box or whatever box it is, the the magic triangle, they can knock the shit out of it. But I look at them I go, you go a buck 25 at best. Quit worrying about shooting and start eating. Lift some weights. Do some heavy yeah. shit. That, that's, you're your, far more...
0: that's your boy T-Rex. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. You're far more likely to get into a physical. You're more likely to get into a shoving match than a shootout. Yeah. And actually, don't get me uh, wrong. He has
1: rocks, rocks in his boot to keep the wind from blowing him away. That's a, I support,
2: of
0: a adaptation.
2: Support the kid. He makes decent kydex, but God, buddy, you need something to eat. Let let me know. I'll send you some good food.
0: He uh he 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 does. He he <laughs> He's the fucking lights out man when it comes to running that gun. I, I mean, I, I, I can't say shit on that.
2: <laughs> oh no way! But hey, he, he just let do.
0: Yeah, and and you know he may be tougher than I think, but uh, I, I guess you see him in real life, and you know I, he better fucking draw quick because he can he can outrun me that way. But
1: I saw him. I met him. Well, I didn't meet him. I saw him. Uh, I was on. I was at Turning Point USA in Arizona. We. Delivered a gun to TP USA with the gun co uh, flew out there and did it and he was in like the front row uh, when I was there and I saw him and I w- I mean not to, I don't, I have no problem with the guy uh, I just he he didn't have an assuming personality I'm you know me and you Jeff we're big boys you know I'm I'm six two two sixty. You know, and uh, he, he was, you know, he wasn't short, but he wasn't tall. He wasn't big. He wasn't small. He just kind of like your average Joe. But, you know, I think jealousy plays a lot into what people have a problem with. They hate to see people succeed. Oh, and so yeah. they, they just tear him down. <laughs> so that's why, That's why. I, I, like I said, I, I don't know that guy. I don't have any uh, negative things to say about him because I don't know him. I do know that a lot of people like his stuff. I do know that people follow his training videos and I know that he, uh, works with the law enforcement, getting guys out on the range and training. And, and, and those are all things I can get behind. Um, I, I can't do the fucking skinny boot jeans. Thing. Uh, You're a I don't maker. know about that. That's not my deal, but, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I, I can't hate on the guy. I mean, I don't, I don't, well, nah, I'm not going to hate on him.
0: I, he's, he's done great. Thanks for the industry. Um, I, I, we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, he didn't own up to that, uh, that effeminate comment he made about some guy that was gay or some shit. Uh, and he kind of backpedaled from that. And I, I didn't care much for that. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that he backpedaled, I didn't care that he backpedaled. I, I, I mean, I cared that he backpedaled. God damn it. I didn't care that he made the statement, but I, I didn't like the way he didn't own up to it. Um, <laughs> but he just looks like one of those guys you'd want to punch in the face
2: <laughs> just make sure you close the distance quick because damn he's quick on the draw he just, got those, just all
1: this nice stuff yeah. and jeff wants to punch him in the yeah. face
2: you know, what, you know he, may, he may watch this podcast
1: and he may go you know what i'm gonna come on your show and he just shows up at usa Gun Bunker <laughs> and just fucking wrecks you do right like no, that followers dude he's like look at this queer i knocked him the fuck if out. somebody I'm shows
0: out. him dude, this show he's like why is this fat fuck even <laughs> talking about me? <laughs>
1: like, where's yeah. these guys
0: at? Is this is this
1: who sanctioned
0: this? Yeah, no, yeah, there's
1: there's there's cool guys out there like that, but there's also like uh there's people well, that make a living just being dicks and uh and what about
2: what about one I can't let go anymore, guys? What about all these tactical gear companies? every other week I see them do a release that they sold out of hats and patches and t-shirts. I don't know how the fuck they sell
0: all that shit. shit. I don't.
2: (laughs) I mean, like, I I thought, and then then you go and check their website and you're like, so wait, you guys can't seem to keep a single real thing in stock. And then I'll email them. Because, I mean, if I'm going to talk shit, I'll at least make sure I'm somewhat on the level to do it. And I'll email them and say, hey, you know, guys, I'm interested in one of your products, something as simple as a sling. It's been out of stock for, you guys are putting a 12-week lead time onto it right now. Now, I see you can make t-shirts, patches, and hats. And then I get a response back that says, we are busy with government contracts. Then shut down the fucking Instagram page. I guarantee you the Department of Defense did not look at your Instagram page and go, motherfucker, the Marines need that.
0: If I had some government contracts, you wouldn't fucking see me on social media at all. I'd, <laughs> I'd be fucking hiding, dude.
1: Hey, you know what, though? As somebody who legit, I fucking work in some of that stuff, I uh, it gets monotonous. I will tell you that, working on the government shit, like any of the – because you can't, like – you've got, you got a business that like, let's say the sling company, right. And this, this, this is close to home for me. You start out as a small sling company, right. You start making 50 slings a month, then 200, then 2000, then you're up to 20,000 slings a month. And all of a sudden they fucking, you know, hit you up and they're like, Hey man, can you do, you know, uh, 100 slings a hundred slings a and, uh, we want them in gray. We want them serialized and you can't post you can't tell anybody that you're doing it. You got to sign an NDA and you're basically, you're our bitch now. And so I can't speak for everyone, but I know for me, at least being able to have some tie to the real world and being able to fucking talk and have humor and, and exchange things. Cause you don't talk to these people. They send you an email, they send you a PO, and then you give them a product. And if there's a problem, you'll hear about it. If not, you get paid 30 to
0: 60 days later. And there's no, that gives That's you cool. a, a, definitely a different insight on it, man. I mean, yeah,
1: it gets, I'm not saying it gets lonely, but it's kind of like, it's just, it's just fucking the meat grinder, dude. You're just pulling a lever and fucking making a widget. And so at least with the outreach on Instagram, it's like I, I do, I do 90, 90% of my business is done off Instagram. And me and you have talked about this. I fucking, I get maybe one sale a day off Instagram. But that one sale a day gives me five to 10, maybe 30 minutes of engagement time with somebody that's not an engineer, that's not a fucking, you know, somebody, you know, an assembler or a project manager. And it's all hello to whom it may concern, you know, looking at part number eight, two, three, four, five, it gets monotonous and it is not that much fun. Uh, Now it's a fuckload of money, but. You don't get this interaction. You don't get to talk shit like, oh, man, what are you running a Glock for? Da, 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 talking shit. You get a little bit of respite. So, so if, I see that person's point, but I understand yours, John. Update that, your inventory.
0: The
2: <laughs> Yeah, that, or just quit putting a picture of the same shit on the interweb. If you ain't got it, don't advertise it. Come on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the interaction part. Uh, <laughs> on that note, and one of the primary reasons that I wanted to do this podcast and I know we've talked about it for a long time. Um, <clears throat> what about Instagram and specifically, uh, I mean, Facebook does it too. social media. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 the, uh, the the censorship of and, and not being able to, you know, uh, talk and bullshit and have this interaction. I mean, John, what was that comment you put today that got taken down?
2: i don't even know it was like supporting and it had the word fuck in it and it's the only thing i could think of i mean i couldn't believe that it got blasted off the off your page and i was like wow they censored me it was something about vi- that i was promoting violence and I'm like,
0: huh yeah inciting violence or something like that but it, it yeah, was talking right. about you you had, you had said that the best something about the best year being seven, 1775 and yeah, that, yeah yeah you know starting starting freedom and all that and yeah, he couldn't even fucking post it. I mean,
2: wh- where is oh, that going to go? That was, that was it. I told you, I, I said, if that gun was mine, I'd shoot it till the fucking guts of it hit the floor. And I was like, wait, what? And, and no, no part of that are we inciting violence. Right. Freak, it's a bot. These,
1: these things have flags. This whole system has flags. They, there's no real person fucking sitting there going, oh.
0: No, this- I know that. But I mean, yeah.
1: the word guts. The word, the, the, the phrase guts hitting the floor. They're like, oh, violence. Oh, man. And it's like, dude, you got, it. like, look at the fact checking thing. I mean, you, you can't, I mean, years ago, I saw this coming because people were getting the boot. They started doing shadow bands, right? Like uh, my page, we used to get uh, like 3,700 to 5,000 views on our story a day and just dumb shit. I mean, I used to just post dumb stuff just pictures of my lizard fucking just weird shit like trying to be personal trying to build rapport with the customers and now I'll put up something that I would assume would be really interesting and neat and we get you know uh you know a thousand people that see it in a 24-hour period some of it gets deleted um yeah I get I get get people that hit me up I got you know you know Jay Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know him uh and uh he hit me up one day and he's like uh hey man uh did you kick me off your page. And I go, no, why would I do that? i talk to you fucking three times a week. He goes, well, I ain't a follower of yours anymore. And, uh, I went back and it was like, I looked and I had lost like 3000 followers in the last year off my page. And I'm like, I haven't done anything different. I'm still serving the same. My, my monthly numbers are the same, you know, as far as sales go, uh, where the fuck are these people going? And then I start talking to other guys and they're like, yeah, man. Pe- pe- I, I get unfollowed. I am unfollowed from pages, and it's like,
0: it's yeah, enough, I, I lost uh, two hundred followers in a day one time. Um, and I, you know, I hate the fact that I actually pay attention to those numbers, but I, I do look at the analytics just for a business perspective. And it's it's weird. I don't know. Uh, I've had lot, I've had that happen a lot too. People uh, text me and be like, "Hey, what the fuck, dude? Why'd you why'd you kick me off your page?" And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> Nah. Unless you
1: do something real dumb or start getting disrespectful like I, I have a pretty high threshold for retardation uh and um
0: as evidenced by this podcast absolutely
1: <laughs> evidence of my life uh but there's not a lot that you can really do or say I mean you got to start getting real personal or real stupid real fast and I, I you know I'll block somebody or get rid of them but like <laughs>
0: But now the Instagram censorship, the social media censorship, we've learned, obviously, you cannot go out and start your own social media platform, Uh, look at Parler. I mean, what what medium do we use?
1: That's the whole thing. They don't want you to use anything because the more you talk, the more you know. You know, we we learn from these interactions because that's how I think humans grow. Uh, You know, somebody, hopefully, somewhere out there during, if they stumble across this fucking podcast – They're going to hear what we've talked about and they're going to go, huh, I never thought of it like that. Maybe I shouldn't be such a prick about somebody that's got something in a less fortunate situation than me. I've been an asshole and they, and we, we did one good thing. I'm happy, but they don't want you to do that. And when I say they, I mean, you know, the big tech that's been censoring the conservative and centrist movements, you know, that we don't want you talking. We want you sipping the fucking Kool-Aid. We want you to trade. We want you fucking angry. We want you thinking everybody's a racist. We, Dude, I'm the nicest fucking guy there is. And, you know, I, I'm the first to call it like I see it. But this is it, it. all it is is censorship at its best. And you don't have to have a poli sci degree. You don't have to be a fucking, you know, a CIA analyst to see it. I mean, if, if they disagree with you, they don't argue with you anymore. They just you're done. You're done. That's it. Game over. I mean, look at Blumpkin blumpkin's page i mean albeit he breaks the fucking code of conduct every day but he's putting out a a message right and uh and you know they don't want to hear it they 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 don't want to hear it and so they they kill it
2: that's what gets scary is the second you silence the dissenting vote um i mean if if you look back through history and then i'm not going to name i'm certainly trying not to throw out names or, or, or titles to to people but Regimes have typically censored the dissenting view first. As soon as you can control the the, the dissemination of information to the populace, you now have the ability to change the way people think. Oh, absolutely. the The unfortunate part about that is, is a lot of people, as we see through subjects we've already discussed here, are so easily led down a path of this is what i'm supposed to do i mean let's yeah let's 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 be glad that for a large part of the community that we're in i mean guys the gun sales are through the roof they can't put ammo on the shelf a good part of that is just guys straight up fanboying. i mean don't get me wrong uh, uh who is it knight's armament i think they make an ar that is badass and i know if you have one everybody on the internet is definitely going to think you're cool. I haven't bought one because I've assessed the situation, looked at it and gone, man, my gun bounces around my truck and I beat the shit out of it. And I'm not a war fighter. I need my gun to work to shoot shit around a ranch. You know, I, 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 it doesn't make sense to me, but a large part of people, you know, that information works both ways. Where it gets scary is when that control is had by a single political affiliation whether it's our side or not. Oh yeah. No, it's scary. It's scary as hell guys. It don't, you know, it don't matter whose side it is. Information needs to be free flowing. Well, it has to be bipartisan as well. You
1: have to have uh, a choice and I don't care what choice you make, but make an educated choice. Look at the two things. And uh, you know, you've got a, and then you got B, well, they take away a, and now you're, well, here's your choice. It's like, it looks awfully choice. good now. Yeah. That's, that's, this is, this is indoctrination at this point. It's no longer, you know, educated person makes a decision on what's best for them. I get into, I get into conversations with people very carefully on online because I try to, uh, I try to argue things, uh, in a way that I look at both sides of the story. And, uh, one of my brother's uh, told me, he said, if you can't argue a point from the positive and the negative, then you have no point, you no know, reason to argue any of the points because you haven't looked at it enough. So if you can't go from both sides of it, don't talk about one. Cause you're, you're, you're not educated and you get into these, conversations, right back, uh, you get into these conversations and, uh, you know, these guys are hard line, left, hard line, right. Hard line, whatever hard line is a bad stance to take no matter which side you're on you should be uh you should be you know malleable in your thought process you know able to fucking take and receive and give and learn uh from everything that's presented to you otherwise you're missing out on half the picture and and you don't have to always agree
0: i i agree with my... that to a point man <clears throat> um i I don't have a problem with somebody being hardline. Um, I feel like that's kind of the way I am. There's no, there's no black or white, or I mean, there's no gray. It's all black or white. I mean, it is what it is. Spade is a spade type deal, um, but not having that ability to look at stuff objectively to make that hardline decision, you know, is where that's our,
1: my I, that's my point. Though, it's, I'm not saying don't pick a side or choose a side what i'm saying is you have to look at all the facts before you can make a decision when i you know and i gotta be careful what i say because i don't want to you know i don't want to sound one way or the other because i'm not but it's just when you look at a political situation or you look at a choice in something and you got to weigh all your options well how the fuck do you know what decision to make if you don't know all the facts that doesn't make any sense to me
0: when i when i had a personal facebook i used to catch a lot of hell because I followed uh, <clears> the <throat> Hillary Clinton, I followed all the, the liberal progressive news stations, you know, your CNN, shit like that, because I at least wanted to get their perspective on what, why they believed what they believed and why they felt so strongly about it. Um, <laughs> what that led me to, to see is that both sides are full of fucking shit. Um, Absolutely. absolutely i mean i'm very conservative and i'm a registered republican but i don't i don't know that i like that tag of you know defining who i am um i i try to understand you know where they're coming from and why they are thinking in my opinion the crazy shit they think uh just so like i said i can step back and look at it and and i'm not going to say i've had my mind changed about things by doing that and i I just don't think a lot of people are capable or want to even be capable of doing something like that
2: well i think sorry john i think it goes back to the farther sorry to the earlier point we've talked about which is how people identify you're okay being jeff sawyer's okay being sawyer john well i'm stuck with what i am you know I've got people in my own family who have who have aligned themselves politically. And then when I sit down and try and talk to them factually, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking very using analytics to carry out a discussion numbers and numbers don't lie. Now, there's a great debate right now on science, but I mean, numbers, numbers typically can at least be validated. I've sat down with my own family and tried to validate numbers, and eventually it turns into such a, uh, just this, maelstrom of, of discontent that I just go well, okay. I mean, sorry for trying to talk to you guys about it, and, and and I just walk away disheveled, and and then I really try and step back and think as to you know how did we arrive here, and I realize it's because they've identified, libertarian, democrat, republican, whatever side it may be, they're so staunch in that belief that that's how they identify they're incapable of thinking that maybe the guys I'm hanging out with are retards and they're wrong.
0: And I used to think it was just the, the left that hated facts, you know, because like you said, when you, you start bringing facts up, I, I would always say that the liberals would just resort to name calling. It's mm-hmm. not just the liberals. I mean, it's, it's both off all, all sides. Right.
1: I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you guys are big readers, but uh, I got a book that I would recommend to you. How many pages?
0: Uh, it's, <laughs> are there I'm pictures? A
1: couple hundred. There's no pictures, no coloring. I'm me, out. Unfortunately. Yeah. You look at enough. We both look at enough manuals every day. I'm sick of fucking tech specs, but uh, there's a famous author from, he's it's back in the day. It's like 50s, 60s, but it's Frank Herbert. He wrote the book Dune and uh, quite a few other books after that, but one of my favorite quotes by him in his book is uh, fear is the mind killer. And, uh, and I carry that around with me because that's fear right there, what you're talking about, Jeff and fear fucking kills your thoughts. It makes you make decisions based out of panic. It makes you make snap reactions. And John, like what you were saying, you've got people that are clinging to these identities and clinging to these fucking, uh, these, these political views and they have no room for uh for for any you know input or adjustment and and for me as soon as somebody breaks down and starts calling names or getting mad I know I've won because I'll beat you to death with reason because I've looked at it and and I'm not going to talk about it until I understand
0: it is it just being afraid to be wrong I mean is that what it is
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't get it because I'm not that way. I'm wrong every day. And I know that from the minute I wake up, the first foot I put on the floor is probably the wrong foot. So if you can fuck it and you know, I, but what do I lose? What do I lose by admitting that? You know, that's what, that's what, what I, I, I mean.
0: I, I used to be, uh, Oh fuck. I don't even know if I want to go into it, but you know, just extremely set in my ways. And not that I'm still not, but I, I guess you got to be humbled and I don't know how to achieve that on a mass basis, but once a guy's humbled, I mean, perspective changes on shit. Yeah.
1: You don't, uh, you don't know your true self until you've really been broken down and lost everything. I've been fortunate enough in my life to have been fucking basically reduced to nothing uh, in, in, you know, in one way or another, either with injury uh, going from being able to power lift and do that to being able to, barely get up the fucking stairs without having help and it changes your perspective, man. I used to fucking go downtown and get into fist fights all the time. Fucking didn't care, you know, pushing people around being a bully because of my size and, you know, and, and then I learned, I was like, wow, man, I get your ass handed to you once or twice. And you're like, <laughs> huh. So that's what that's like. I probably shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> it's not I very can. fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, uh, But you don't know that until you put yourself in that position or, you know, you think you're the fucking richest guy on the block. You got a brand new car, a big house, all that stuff. I've had it. And then you lose it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, so this is what it feels like to have to work hard for something. Or this is what it feels like to have to restart or, you know, uh, luckily most of us are fairly intelligent guys, at least you know, compared to other people I talk to most of the time. Uh, But, you know, you get whacked in the head one good time. And all of a sudden you're, you know, you're a muttering idiot. And it's like, you don't, you know, you you don't take that. You don't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't appreciate that. And so, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta fucking be careful, man. It's like telling you guys about celebrating early on this deal that I'm, you know, I've got that potential.
0: And I told you, I totally fucking get it, man. I
1: don't – and that's why I said I, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not even putting it out there in the world other than I hope it goes through. But if it does, it's a fucking – you know, it's a life-changing thing for me. And they told me, you know, hey, congratulations, da-da-da-da-da, you did it. And I'm like, we have not crossed the finish line. Dude. I'm not there. Not I'm not there. physically
0: there. I, when I
1: when cross that line, then I'll crack the bottle of champagne. But until that day, we do not <laughs> celebrate until we cross the mile marker. And that's what you do. They you guys,
2: celebrate. you guys watch rodeo at all? It I mean, no. Times. So there's a kid here uh, last week. Uh, I won't. Bo- he's in a roping event. Um, it's a combined pot roping event. One point one million dollars on the line. All he's got to do is close out his run. Um, he does it. Runs back to his horse. Spooks his horse. Horse drags a calf. He lost one point one million dollars. God, now did. Now, this boy didn't celebrate and scared, just scared his horse. He didn't do nothing other than walk over, pat his horse on the head, get back on. It was probably one of the, one of the, I don't want to say few times, it was one of the most heaviest moments I've ever seen. $1.1 million change your life. There are very few people in this country that $1.1 million doesn't change your life. It would have changed his life drastically. And to see the humility and the grace at which he walked through that situation with was impressive to me. Um, And that's a tough one. That's a tough one.
1: I can get behind that though, because you got guys uh, that hit rock bottom and they don't get back up and rebuild. And that's the person that I truly pity. I don't pity your fall. I don't pity my own personal setbacks that I've had in my life because to be quite honest, um, I've uh, I would not be where I am today. Uh, because I would have quit a long time ago if I hadn't learned those lessons uh, early on Um, and and what it meant to be. You know, it's like, yeah, I didn't get this deal. I I bid this big million dollar deal and I didn't get it. Okay, the next one might get it. The next one, the next one. Well, 20, 20 quotes later, you know, you finally get it. But it's like you get discouraged and you're like, well, I'm going to give myself a a, a, I'm only going to do five no you're going to do 5000 or 5 million or 500 million until you get it and you don't stop going until you get it and if you do quit i pity you then because you didn't believe in yourself
0: enough to keep going
1: and, you and it, it wasn't worth it
0: there's a lot of mind fucking going on there and we're getting really deep into this but i kind of enjoy it yeah uh yeah. i mean
2: I, I was gonna say we we've we've gone from wet wipes to some some, <laughs> some, some some truly you know this has some context to it
1: hey you know what though i'd rather i'd rather have our first episode be a good one and let people know that you know we're not just gonna talk about fucking what cool new pistol barrel popped up on the market today gone tomorrow we got some fucking <laughs> you know some quasi insightful things to talk about albeit i do want to fucking deal with guns and i do want to
0: deal with oh, yeah. shit up and, all and, and we, we and will you know, yeah it's It's, it. it's but I, I like i said i am kind of enjoying this um you know I, and I know you guys have probably been in the same spot uh most everybody has but i've been in some pretty fucking dark spots where weird thoughts have went through my head you know and i'm not talking i i never have once thought about just fucking ending it all because i i I just don't think I have that in me, but I have had thoughts of, well, I could go try this. And if it, if it fucking happens, it happens. No big deal. You know, if, if I fucking yeah. drive this fucking car, 120 miles into a fucking brick wall, well, oh, it, it happened. But you yeah. know, when, when you've been in that spot and, you know, I pray and never get back there, but when you go that low and are able to actually work yourself out of it, you get such a a different perspective on life in general. And I'm not talking, uh, you know, there's only so much time, that kind of thing. It's just kind of like you said, it it makes you appreciate things like you get kicked in the ball so many times when you're trying to get that, that bid or whatever it may be in your life. It may be fucking getting out of bed in the morning. You fucking finally do it. it. That feeling is immeasurable because you know so well what it's like to not be able to.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. I've been uh, I've been in some some pretty unique situations living out here for the last twelve years in, in California to meet some some people that are pretty fucking cool. Um, some of my personal heroes uh, are the Trailer Park Boys, and I got to meet them
0: uh in Hollywood one time I have a trailer park voice uh, story but go ahead <laughs> <Do you>? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I saw I was I was in the I was in a box seat up in the front and I saw uh Sebastian Bach was out in the audience as like a uh kind of like a surprise for the cast or whatever because they were going to call him up on the stage well I fucking do what I do and I go over there and I buy him and his old lady a couple drinks get him get him feeling good and I'm like hey man let's let's go backstage and fucking you know I got a little gift wink wink for these trailer park boys i want to fucking uh, share with them and uh so we go backstage and i fucking start chopping it up with them and uh you know one of my i'm not going to name any names on it but i'll just say one of the guys that i liked the most on the show uh who seemed like he had the coolest personality had the least coolest personality and the guy that you thought was going to be the biggest prick of the bunch was actually the most down-to-earth guy cyrus and Cyrus, of course, <laughs> fingers always on the trigger, safety's always off, but uh, no, and and I and I, I had a fucking epiphany moment there, and I'm like, people people are actors in life, in general, you know, they put on this fucking character, they put on this face, and they go out there, and they put it out there for the, the world to see, and uh, I was kind of bummed out about that, I thought, man, you know, this guy puts out such a cool persona, and then you go, and you bring him something that you worked so hard for eight weeks to grow for him, And uh he fucking, you know, he just looks at it and he's like, oh, okay, cool. And then the other guys are like,
2: hell yeah, man, that's fucking awesome.
1: I can't believe you did that. You got you know, I pulled shenanigans to get backstage, just like in the you know what I mean? It's kind of like along the lines of the show, you gotta get you can't pay for the backstage thing. You gotta you gotta work out the problem. And I did it. So, but then I got back there and I go, I don't know if I really wanna hang out with this guy anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, what a, what a, what a cocksucker. And, you know, the other guys were cool and it, it ended up being a probably one, top five memory. And I've been lucky to do that, but you know, people, people at the highest level are not as happy as you'd like to think they are. <laughs> and I thought about that and I'm like, this had nothing to do with me. I'm just some kid from fucking Michigan. You know, I ain't nobody. What I, you know, but I'm back here with this, the fucking CEO of Netflix was one table over. you know, <laughs> And I'm like, where wh- What am I doing in here, you know? And it's like, I'm way out of water here.
0: I was, well, my wife and I, we were we were this fucking close to getting on their bus. Because we went and saw them in Kansas City. They had a show in Kansas City they were doing. And <clears throat> we had, we paid for the extra after-party deal. Like, well, not a party, but to go meet them after the show, right? So we didn't go backstage, but we kind of went to the back.
2: Yeah, called a meet and greet or a circle jerk, one of the two. Yeah, circle jerk. <laughs>
0: I think it was a meat cookie grade. involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, so we get back there. Of course we're in line with all the other schmucks that fucking bought it too. And we finally get up there. And so I walk up to Julian and this is back. Ah, fuck man. It's been, I don't know, let's just say like 10 years ago before I, I had all the back surgeries and shit and I was powerlifting, and you know, I was much more physically fit than what I am now. And so I walk up to Julian and I said, huh, I thought you'd be bigger. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, I, I was I was so excited to fucking deliver that line to him. He didn't think it was funny at all.
1: <laughs> I thought he was he was a pretty nice guy to me. I, I thought he oh he
0: uh, was cool, but he just didn't find the fucking humor in that joke. Well, yeah, he probably he was like, Who's this cocksucker? Like, no, he's,
1: he's like, dude, people don't realize it. He's uh, he's exactly like his character on the show. In person, like and see, and I
0: we talked to him a little bit. We didn't get that close to him, but we did end up. We kind of like you said, we finagled our way after the meet and greet, wasn't a circle jerk. After that, we we finagled our way like to the very very back when they were getting on their bus, and it's late at night, you know. And we were, I mean, we were getting ready to walk on. We had talked to the security guards, and we were cool with them. Uh, it was my wife and I and, and two friends of ours, and this one fucking cocksucker was just being an obnoxious prick because he had kind of trailed on with us and he ruined the whole thing for us. And we ended up not getting to go on, but that that's oh, my trailer crazy. part boys story. Yeah.
1: They're, they're, they were cool guys, man. Like I said, two out of three ain't bad. I'll take it. Uh, I did, I did have fucking Sebastian Bach get mad at me though for no shit. Like, yeah. He got, well, he like, he got, he was fucking hammered, dude. He had purple teeth. Like he was fucking winnowing it up. And uh he's like, hey,
2: man, those are my friends
1: because I was kicking it with him, you know, and he got super territorial over it. and I just laughed at him. He's like eight feet fucking tall, you know, and I'm like, dude,
0: the is he up. tall? I didn't know that.
1: Oh, he's a monster. He's a fucking giant. He's a weighs a buck ten. But, you know, he's, you know, eight feet tall. So <laughs> he he was hammered. I don't blame the guy. I've been a dick yeah. when I'm hammered, too. Uh, I've <laughs> never I've never <laughs> had that happen. happen. <laughs> You know, hey, I, I give him credit though. They put up with me for a couple, like I was there till like three, four in the morning, um, which actually that's another story because that transitioned into also the worst night of my life because it happened about the the the, the, uh, the theater where they did the live show was like five blocks away from Skid Row in downtown. And uh, when, I, when we got out of the show, um, We parked above a jewelry store in like a private parking lot that was down the street from the the venue. Well, in Los Angeles at nighttime in those shitty areas, it's beautiful in the daytime, right? All the jewelry stores, the fancy clothes, all that shit. Well, fuck no. At night, dude, the shutters come down and it's all (laughs) graffiti over everything. And the buildings are so tall. You've got no GPS. You don't know where you're at. You can't get service. So I walked up and down that road four or five times before I fit, finally figured out uh, where I was fucking going. But in the meantime, there's hopelessly insane hope, homeless people running the street, screaming, you know, taking shits in the road. And people people see the, the homeless crisis that's going on in Los Angeles and in other areas in, South, in California. You have no fucking clue, dude. There was literally, it looked like a scene out of the walking Dead, like, People in trash bags, packed like no space between them, lining the fucking road, dude, in in black trash bags, because that's how they can ball up a cover, put it in their backpack. Dude, I mean, even the cops, the cops were fucking flying down the road, doing 100 miles an hour, all lights and sirens. And I'm like, where are you going? We need help. I'm gonna anywhere a but there dress
0: shirt.
1: <laughs> uh, dude me me and this chick were I, we were all dressed up she's in high heels fucking i'm in dockers and a fucking dress, fuck. dress shirt like, so you fit right in oh yeah absolutely so i'm like oh what the fuck and i mean i've been in some sticky situations before so i you know i we got out of it but i was just like i turned and looked at her and i said don't be surprised if i have to stab a motherfucker tonight you know it's just like this dude runs out and we're standing at an. Did you have?
2: Did you have a non-metallic pointy object? Oh yeah, I, had <laughs> I, I was brain waiting brain. for it. I knew it's coming. <laughs> I was
0: waiting for it.
1: Uh, no, my my permissive environments fucking uh, pokey tool. No, I did not. I had a I had a fucking verboten. Uh, I probably had a bench made on me or something. It All you
2: didn't need is right. a big pen. I'd still like to see a big oh, pen yeah. go up. But yeah, I mean, fuck, yeah, yeah. you gotta hit him right in the jugular vein, and that's the that's the target <laughs> point. <laughs>
1: Fuck up. I would have been more likely to pick up a brick than use a fucking big pen. Jesus Christ. Oh
0: shit. So what is your fascination, John, with this all things pokey?
2: (laughs) Dude, it's getting out of hand. $110 for a piece of G10 that's sharpened (laughs) into a point. Here's the worst part. They're selling that to some kid that doesn't realize if they catch his ass with that in a courthouse or any government building, you're going to fucking jail. Not just jail, you're going to prison. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be real. If I had to really get down and do work, I'll go to work with a big pen. Yeah, you're fine with that. Your ass goes, this is a bone folder I use for my leather work. You walk into any kind of environment with something like that and get down on somebody, I guarantee you, you, like, I I just don't, I don't get it. I I don't understand this infatuation. Followers, I know one of you out there has a really expensive, non-metallic, pointy thing. The other day, I'm watching. There's some guy. He, he's running a beeper wand over a fucking screw. Beep, beep 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 beep. Then he puts it over his pointy thing. Nothing. Like you, you you are literally walking the same poor 18 year old kid that's buying that into a trap. You guys cannot be walking around with this shit. That was. And I I'm no no lawyer. I'm, I'm there's a lot of things I'm not. But I could guarantee damn well to you. They catch your ass with that in the wrong environment. That's a felony. Like- you, think, you think people don't know about that stuff too, and that's where you're wrong.
1: They know it. You think those security guards and cops don't have Instagram and they don't subscribe to that shit? Because I promise you they do. And I told you all about that story about me at the courthouse when I went down there and I fucking you know, took a photo for my lawyer and that dude came out in the fucking, you know, with the sap gloves on. And yeah. Yeah. And they were ready to fucking take me out. And I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, you know, I was dressed well. You know, I had a nice suit on, had yeah. a blue face, you know, all that shit. And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Da, da, da. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Just letting my lawyer know where I'm at. Don't be photographing the front door. And I'm like, "You get caught with a fucking pokey item in a per- permissive environment or whatever the fuck word they want to <laughs> yes. use." Yes, bro, you're getting keistered for the next five years by Bubba. Cause you had a pointy fucking fun thing that you thought you you might as well just get a Bowie knife and just carry it on your hip and just be done with it. Cause at least then you can't say it's
0: concealed. Some of that just shit's know, expensive too, man. Oh yeah, well that's
1: that's the that's the fucking fallacy of Instagram knowledge for you. You know, but it's no different. Fucking
2: expert. These guys I see walking around with axes hidden in in, in every crevice of their body. The other day I'm watching this guy whips an axe out. I still, I watched the video three times trying to figure out where in the fuck he had that hit. All I'm thinking is like, dude, like, you're, you're trying to sell a holstered axe to the same community that's all walking around with cock carry pistols. I mean, like, I'm waiting to see the video. There's one page I follow that just shows these disaster videos of people getting fucked up. I keep waiting to show see the video of the guy that pulls out his axe. The other guy... undoes his cock carry piece, realizes he wasn't carrying it hot. He's going to chamber one, gets his arm lopped off with an axe, brings it up. Oh, shit, my red dot's not on. He's reaching for the button, trying to get his fancy fucking sight on. Meanwhile, the other guy's fucking hacking at him with a fucking modified (laughs) sharp thing. Dude, it's going to happen. That'll be a good video.
0: (laughs) What? You sent me something the other day. (laughs) There was a fucking knife. Was he... You like, hit it in a zipper or some
2: shit? Yes! Dude, I'm telling you that they put them... Yes. They, they, they are finding places to put <laughs> knives. Where I'm just, man, you have a lot more faith in the lock back on that thing than I've ever had in any instrument I've carried. You clearly have never run a folder closed on a finger and took that fucker <laughs> to the bone, because if you had, you wouldn't be carrying that thing there. I, dude, I, I love...
0: I've got to have a pocket knife, you know? I've I just... I do. I carry one with me. Yes. Everywhere. I don't have one that big. That's what she said. He said, Uh, (laughs) uh, but what cracks me up though, and and I'm all about having nice shit, you know, it's cool. If you can afford nice shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And, i don't even really want to get into it but the whole bench made deal when they were you know supporting cops and everybody got all yeah, I... pissed off or whatever uh i mean i've got a couple benchmaids and, and some other knives um one of my all-time favorite knives is uh, a fucking 15 dollar i think it's a trade trade knife sure and, and that fucking thing it just continues to fucking work and uh I've had, I liked it so much, and this will show my tight acidness, Mm -hmm. but instead of going and buying a a new $15 knife when one of the screws fell out of the clip, I just emailed the company. I'm like, hey, can I buy some of the screws from you? Because I mean, I really like this knife. And they sent me a new fucking knife. Right? (laughs) You know, like I said, $15 knife, no big deal. But uh, I I don't know, the the money some of the people spend on this shit. At
1: $15, there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone for profit on those things. So, no. you know, that's, I mean, how we get into this conversation all the time we're at work. It's like, it's how much or. markup can you really put on an item, right? Did you call like me a, a poor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> I didn't say that. John probably did. like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. Here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. You know, your old ass didn't get rid of the knife that was missing the fucking screw. You just got two knives now. (laughs) Hey, don't let John talk shit. You know he's sitting on a G10
1: scimitar under the couch there. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cutlass there, made out of fucking
0: polymer under his fucking seat.
1: (laughs) Oh fuck. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the the
0: I don't know. know They are.
1: you know ace hardware or uh sorry do it best the do it best brand um we hardware prefer stores. ace in these parts
2: we prefer yeah, true, true value true, true
1: value best well i fucking live at that store because it has a hardware selection that you can't dude puts mcmaster car to shame with the shit you can walk in and get over there uh they got floor to ceiling two aisles with pull out drawers with it have fucking two two tiers deep but uh I bought a pocket knife the other day that I've been carrying pretty much every day for, for a while now. I, it wasn't the other day. It was probably two months ago, but uh, you remember the old timer bone, handled oh, yeah. uh, double, double uh, blade. They got the knife and the drop yep. point. Yeah. It's got the lock back on it. I fucking recently, you know, I travel, I travel quite a bit. I, f- I fly probably once or twice a month. Business and play kind
0: of a big deal. Well, you
1: know, Fucking just going for uh, fucking probation hearings in other states wasn't really a big deal. But, uh, (laughs) you know, fucking flying. I have definitely left knives in my pockets and in my suitcases, not on purpose. And I've gotten caught on multiple occasions with fucking knives. And uh, the one knife that I've ever gotten out of line and been like, nope, hold on. I'm going to run. I'm going to figure this fucking out. Whatever it is, Ram called my fucking ride, but it was one of those bone handle. It was an elk bone handle old timer. And I was like, you know what, man? This thing, I don't, and I have no connection to it. I just thought it was a badass old school knife. It's what my grandpa, great grandpa used to have. And uh, I was just like, fuck, man. I, you know, I've thrown away bench maids in the trash can where they are like, oh, free amnesty, throw the shit away. And it's like, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. It's a hundred bucks. God, stupid me. I can't believe I did that. But that one, man, I'm like, hey, you still close? Okay, I'm come back around to the American Airlines gate. I'm gonna drop something off to you, and I fucking love that knife, man. And it ain't fancy, and it ain't tactical. That's for I, damn sure.
0: I've uh, I I've, I've buried knives. You know those uh, like big fake plants that are sitting in like pebbles and rocks and shit. <laughs> you can bury a knife in there <laughs> and get that motherfucker when you come back.
1: Not an LAX you can't because some crackhead's done to the bottom. Eh, I've never been I've never been in LAX. No. Yeah, dude. It's like no. it's like walking it's like walking out of World War Z into the fucking airport. It's it's a this whole dude, I'm I mean, not to spoil not to spoil the fucking surprise, but I've made it a little a little bit public that i cannot wait to get the fuck out of this place i cannot tell you the relief that i will feel when i can walk outside and stretch my arms without touching a homeless person and and the fucked up part is i live in a nice area if you google where I'm <laughs> at you know what I mean? Google, Google the location of our shop in the city that I live in and you'll fucking, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm seven miles outside of Malibu and uh, it's like, it ain't, it ain't cheap and it ain't, there's no diversity here. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> so for me to, for me to say that it's, ser- I'm serious, dude. And uh, it's, it's fucking, we we're, were over to the target and uh, my old lady goes, Is that a full fucking trailer? Like not, it was a trailer home, like a, like a fifth wheel, but they had taken the entire cab off of the fifth wheel. And it was just a a shell of a trailer. And they had the whole fucking thing disassembled. And it was a homeless camp there in the target parking lot. And the dude was making repairs to his. He's a full-time fifth wheeler, but he was not doing it for leisure. He was doing it for survival and, you know, the fucking the law here, let him do it, I guess. But he put that motherfucker back together and he had it all taken apart in the Target parking lot. I mean, there's he
0: I've, I've got or I've gained several clients, customers and friends in in California. And, you know, I I've, I've, same story. I tell every single one of them. And I know I've told you, too. I, I don't know how the fuck you do it.
1: I don't know. I couldn't. It's been 12. It's been 12 years I got here. This was, I got sent here on assignment uh, for the CBs back in 09. I got here, spent about two weeks in California, and then I was in Afghanistan. And then I came home. I was here for six months, turned right back around, went to East Africa, came back home, was home for eight months, turned around, went right back on deployment again. And, uh, and then when I got out, it was like, well, time to start a business. I was married, you know, and I, and I didn't really have, I had f- almost six years on the books here after i you know after i'd gotten out and when it was i had already started a business i had been isolated and i started to explore the country the 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 area you know because you can't when you're active you can't do a whole lot or at least i couldn't because i was
0: i mean it's beautiful where you're at i i know it is i mean i've I've been in that area
1: but it's 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 like kind of one of those things where you know you turn off the lights and the roaches come out It's, uh, it's like that, man. I mean, the street, I'm telling you, man, it's fucking, it's sketchy. Streets are alive. Yeah, dude. It's not. And I I mean, I wish I, I, I'm a, I'm a sentimental person, you know, I put out there, I'm an asshole and all this, but like, I I feel for them dudes. Um, you're driving down the, the 101 or the four Oh five headed South and you look over the fucking road, dude. And you know, as a kid, you make, you know, think about, Oh, that'd be a cool place to build a fort. Well, those adults have built forts down there and they're living in it full time. And then, you know, this place catches fire, like a, like a fucking modular home, you know, <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> every week it's a, it's a fire. And, you know, it's like, what's that smell? That must've been a bunch of dead homeless guys that burn up and they didn't but find the corpses, you know? And it's like, I'm, de- I'm, I wish I was joking. Cause it's just too, it's too real for reality, but.
2: It's I too mean, bad as a country. You know, we didn't have some spare money laying around that we could, you know maybe work on improving some things here domestically
1: yeah well well gavin newsom had his winery open he had every other fucking hard work in person in, in in california on lockdown but you could still go tour his fucking wine facility you know no no big deal there uh well
2: i think we're paying for some kind of weird gender reassignment studies in foreign countries i mean yeah like that's a whole nother that's maybe that's next week <laughs> there, Yeah, we'll, well, we'll get I mean, a
0: taxation of stuff fucking show yeah. I've got a lot oh, to say gosh. about that. <laughs> hey,
1: what do you, what do you guys, guys think about this? Uh What do you guys think about these stimulus checks? Like, where the fuck is that money going to come from?
2: Oh, that's, that's, that's. You know the where the taxation. fucking money's coming from. That's the taxation is theft show, guys. No, Man, no, no, I, no, no. There ain't, there, there ain't enough guys, there ain't there ain't theft
1: going on to pay that tab, dude. No, a person uh, in America can't get $5,000
0: times. They're printing much. it. They're printing the fucking money. Yeah. And guys, in, I, inflation. I
2: I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. The sun's getting low and I got chores outside that suck to do under headlights. Gotcha. Uh-oh. But I like this. I'm, I'm ready. I am definitely ready for you can't just make money. It's
0: yeah. Uh, All right. we probably- we, we've got some uh, people lined up. I think uh, some ideas for people we're going to have on anyways, and uh, we'll, we'll you know go we, from there. You know
1: got to have on. We gotta have on Fallout Prop Guy because I want him to, uh, to fucking come on here and make
0: everybody laugh. He's funnier than fuck. And Mineral Dick already fucking cried and moaned to me. So let's, uh,
2: le, le, I, once again, I think throw it out to the viewers. I mean, maybe you do a poll uh, vote. You do something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. How do we'll, the
2: people, man? We'll, we'll get some or, comments sorry, on I this. Did it the wrong way. I think we'll it's get, that way.
0: We'll get some comments I'll, on we'll, this and maybe do some polls and to shit. Viewers. All two viewers, my mom, your <laughs> wife.
2: <fucking. laughs> I'll, vote, I'll vote just myself. I'll create a fake
0: All right, get your chores done. See you guys.